0: Austin Jackson Bank looks up, you can put it on the board,
1: Taves center for Kane, he scores! Oh, Patrick Kane set up by John of the Taves! The dynamic oh, duo comes God. through in overtime! Hawks wins! Looking,
0: finds Rose, Rose trying to get open, fires away!
1: and welcome to a very depressing uh playoff recap for the Chicago Bears we got Pat ready to talk about it I, I mean Pat just how disappointing and embarrassing was that game
0: It's demoralizing uh not only on the fact that like of a football team like we just we got absolutely just embarrassed on the field but we're also the organization it's just absolute laughing stock of twitter right now the fact this game was on nickelodeon and like we're just the troll like we're just getting memed on left and right it's it sucks it's embarrassing uh
1: i once whims let that ball go right through the basket i knew i knew that just we were going to be talking about that for a long time uh the score ended up being what was it 21 to 21 nine, nine. Yeah, yeah, uh, what a great catch by Jimmy Graham at the end of the game. Uh, so shout out Jimmy. But I do want to talk about where was Allen Robinson and Jimmy Graham today? They were not targeted at all. Jimmy Graham was targeted twice towards the end of the game, and that that really seemed to be it from him.
0: Yeah, and that's a recurring theme. Obviously, you know, not having Darnell Mooney. I mean, they. The Saints had the ability to lock down Allen Robinson and focus on him. Allen did make some pretty big catches on a, on a drive in the third in the third quarter. But, I, you know, you can go back and, and listen to old podcasts. There's multiple times where you don't see Jimmy Graham in, especially fourth and short. The fourth that he went to on the first drive, why is Jimmy Graham not in there? Yes. Cole Komet was. Mm-hmm. Why is Jimmy Graham not in there? Like he, Jimmy Graham is probably, obviously, he's our number one receiver in the red, in the red zone. Short yardage. Why we need to have him in there? And he's. It's. I. I mean, listen. I'm not. I'm not a coach. I'm not an OC. But like, I just want to hear the reasoning why. I want a reporter to go ask that question to Matt Nagy or to Bill Laser, because you Jimmy Graham has been silent ever since he really popped off towards the beginning part of the season.
1: Exactly. Uh, we saw it. Uh, most of the second half, first half was evenly balanced with time of possession. Second half, it wasn't even close. I think the Saints had the ball for like 20-something minutes, and the Bears had it for less than 10. Just at, It gives the defense no shot for anything. They actually did play pretty well at the end of the game with goal line, uh, not getting Drew Brees to score at the end there. But just disappointing. And the, the future for this team is extremely up in the air. We needed a good game out of Trubisky. We didn't get that. We had one touchdown, garbage time touchdown. It's just this team for for me to feel decent about the future of this team, I needed a better game than what it was today. Even just like a little bit better. It was absolutely terrible.
0: Yeah, it's just like our team didn't show up at all. Nobody was there to play. And and this is this is I think this is the ideal example of a game where the Saints did not win this game, the Bears lost this
1: game. 100%. And w- with Anthony Miller, too, we're down Mooney. Wims is obviously wasn't ready for today, considering the basket catch that he absolutely messed up. Uh, Anthony Miller getting ejected. Just, uh, It's not going to be good for the future of Anthony Miller, uh, considering what he did today. Throwing a punch at uh, the same guy that Wims punched, too. Just Especially in a playoff game when we know that we have one of our best wide receivers down another one of our wide receivers needs to know that he needs to keep his head on straight and not do anything stupid.
0: Yeah, and that, this was his game. This was Anthony Miller's game. Everybody coming into this game said that with no Darno Mooney, they're going to hunker down on Al Robinson like any team would. This was Anthony Miller's game to shine. And granted, Mitch didn't have a lot of time in the pocket. They weren't able to generate a lot of offense. You know, he didn't get a lot of targets. But you have to, I mean, you cannot do that. Like it's it's a boneheaded play and this is where, obviously, what Anthony Miller did was, was stupid and a lot of fault falls on the player in that situation. But uh, Lance Briggs tweeted it best. I saw it midway through the game as Anthony Miller threw that punch and he got ejected. Lance Briggs tweeted saying, uh, the lack of discipline and concentration on display today is alarming. You're either coaching this stuff or you're allowing it. So obviously, Javon Wim's throwing the punch last time we played the Saints. Was uh, just you know just the lack of just didn't know the, it was a stupid fucking play. Yeah. Same thing with Andy we could
1: have won Nagy. that game if Wims didn't do that.
0: Exactly. That was a huge drive killer as we were driving down the field in that game, and it breaks his right. Either you're allowing this shit to happen in practice and happen in the games, and you're not holding your players accountable, or you're either coaching it. it like it, and I'm not I'm not blaming Nagy solely on this situation. A lot of it has to fall on the players, but. Again, you're a coaching staff. You have to have a better group of your players.
1: 100%. I, I myself, I'm pretty embarrassed. I even thought that this team was going to score 20-plus points. Uh, Yeah, exactly.
0: I'm the same way. I mean... All of us. All of us did. We all had them 20-plus points in our predictions.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, The Saints did end up scoring over 20. Defense was not horrible, but uh, looking towards the future with this team, I think Mitch is gone. I think today was kind of a teller that uh, he he's not going to be coming back. Uh, earlier in the day, I saw some reports on Twitter that the Bears are most likely not going to re-sign Trubisky, uh, which I agree. I don't see anything else happening with the future of Trubisky with the Bears. Pat, do you see any chance that he comes back? No, not after today. Yeah. Uh, as much
0: as I want to – as much as I love Mitch – uh, it's it's time for him to go. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen with his coaching staff. I wish him the best. I hope he finds another place to go. I hope he gets, you know, he's going to, sadly, he's going to fill into a backup quarterback role somewhere in the NFL.
1: Backup um, quarterback at New Orleans.
0: I, I mean, dude, they're locked. Jameis went, I guarantee you, Jameis was is going to take over that Drew Brees rule and Hill is going to keep still doing what he's doing. True. Um, so we'll, we'll see, I don't think he's gonna he's gonna be resigned uh, and I think the article said barring a, a deep playoff run, which clearly didn't happen. so no. No, just, he ain't coming back.
1: No, so kind of looking towards the future. We'll get into more of it later in another episode, but not a lot of quarterbacks on the free agent market. Philip Rivers, if he does decide to not retire, he'll be available. Uh, Carson Wentz is also available. I I just see the Bears just trying again in the draft and seeing what happens.
0: Yeah, I, I me personally, I think we're gonna go with uh, we're gonna we're gonna hunker down with Nick Foles for one more year. I think that's what's gonna happen. Fuck. It sucks, trust me, I hate it, but we're paying him. We might as well use him at this point. Um the more the more prominent trade rumors right now with Deshaun Watson is that he he's open to waiving his no trade clause to go to Miami in exchange for Tua Bailoa. So I would imagine Nick Foles probably be your quarterback next year. And honestly, if you as we talked about this in our last episode, uh, either we're I think we're projected now with the way things panned out with Washington losing than us losing. We're looking around 19 in the draft board, if I remember correctly. Yes,
1: it is 19.
0: It's, and it's the same situation. Either Nick Foles for one year and just you know go through a really shitty year with the team, or it's drafting the kid from North Dakota State, or for some bizarre reason, Kyle, Kyle Trask falling from uh, from Florida all the way to 19. As much as it pains me to say, I think I'm taking Nick Foles over that. You know, um, yeah. I, it, If you look at it this way, and I'm sure we're probably going to jump into it, so I'll just segue into it now about the coaching staff. Pagano, I'm assuming he's got to lose his job after the performance he's had, especially in the back
1: half of the season. Agreed. Right. Uh, the the defense was very solid at the beginning of the year, but then again, everything was clicking when we were 5-1. and one. Uh, It just seemed like nothing could go wrong, and truly, ever since then, everything has gone wrong. The defense really has gotten exposed towards the later half of the year. Uh, today... They didn't look absolutely terrible, but the missed tackles, and it seems like so many times, just wide receivers, Michael Thomas especially, just wide open, and nobody seemed to be able to just do a simple wrap-up and throw them to the ground.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what it was, and we talked about it. I said I wanted to force, I wanted to take away the short passes and force to reach those, those longer throws. And from what I remember, he threw like one he, ball that was maybe 30-plus yards.
1: He threw one deep ball, and of course there's a completion. Michael Thomas burned uh, right. Kyle Fuller. but
0: every other, every other play, every other catch was like a five, six-yard catch, a hitch route across the middle, a slant across the middle. Wide open almost every time, Wide too. Wide open, right? And we weren't playing press coverage, so when you don't play press coverage, you're allowing yourself time to wrap up and bring them down. Those five, six yard catches were turning into twenty yards yards after contact. It's again, this falls into the idea of if you're if you're if you're you're either coaching it or you're allowing it. Yeah. Pagano, that, I mean that's fundamentals. Wrapping up, low low tackles, go around the waist. That's fundamentals right there, and everything just went out the door on the defensive side of the ball today.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't want to get too much into this, but. Do you feel like it might be time for the Bears to blow it up considering the performance today?
0: Yeah, I mean, even – even I mean, we all we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I said, yeah, it was time to blow it up. Um, if anything, there was one person I probably wanted to keep. It was Roquan and Danny and Hicks. Those were my three guys. I'd pick an offensive guy. Uh, I'll keep Cordell. I'll keep Monty, uh Tariq, I'll keep two. And Mo- Mooney, for sure. Everybody else, I think we can find uh, – if we can get some trade – Any any prospects out of it? Any trade or trade capital? Let's do it. Yeah, Um, yeah, it's time to blow it up. But you know, Brandon, as much as I want to blow it up, it's not going to happen. I don't want us to blow it up until Brian Pace is gone. I do not want Brian Pace leading this team in a a rebuild.
1: Yeah, uh, I agree, but I just I don't see uh, the McCaskey family firing Nagy or Pace. I I do see Pagano is on his way out considering how powerful of a city uh, Chicago is defensively, historically, and just how poor uh, they were at the latter half of the season. I mean, it was just absolutely embarrassing. Uh, It's not looking good for our Bears, but season's over. We'll have a recap episode, kind of throwing some grades out there. Uh, It's definitely going to be harsh. There aren't too many uh, good grades to be thrown around, except for maybe our younger players. Uh, you got anything else, Pat?
0: You got you got a dog in the fight now? Who are you trying to pull for in the rest of the playoffs? Uh,
1: I, I'm excited. I, I know for sure I'm really excited for that game next week, Breeze versus Brady. That's yeah. going to be a, a great matchup. It's uh, hard to
0: beat a team three times in a season, and the Saints already beat them twice this year.
1: That is also true. Uh, Brady versus Breeze. I mean, the two all-time leading passing yard uh, holders going one-on-one in the playoffs to move on. Uh, It's just electric. I'm very excited. If I had to pick a team the rest of the way, it'd probably be the Saints, only because I'm a huge Drew Brees fan, and I'd like to see him go out with a ring, just like how Peyton Manning did with the Broncos. So, uh, I'm going to go with the Saints. They're my team for the rest of the way. Pat, what about you? Uh,
0: Dude, I want to see the Browns do so well, man. I yeah, really do.
1: I agree. Uh, I,
0: it's going to be a fun game to watch tonight. I'm very excited to tune in, given you know, they don't have their head coach, they don't got their play caller. Um, yeah, i love to see the Browns win a Super Bowl. I'd also love to see the Bills, Bills win a Super Bowl, too. Bills are two teams baby. that like, yep. I would just love to see. And I think the Bills have a really good chance, definitely. They're, they're slinging right now. Mm-hmm. I think depending on what happens tonight, I think the Browns win. They go to the Browns win. They the Browns go to Kansas City, um, and if that's the case, then the Bills play the Ravens. So I think they have a great chance. I really do. Bills um, Ravens got...
1: that would be a good matchup for sure.
0: Oh, definitely. Um, so I'm gonna go uh, Browns number one, Bills number two.
1: Those are some good teams to be rooting for. Uh, Bills Mafia, you gotta love all the videos of them uh, doing stupid shit. Absolutely fantastic. Definitely. A true fan base right there but again uh things not looking good with the bears we'll end up talking about it more uh in the next couple weeks uh, especially with hockey coming up in a few days so we're excited about that
0: i got the hawks scrimmage on right now the red versus white games on right now
1: absolutely perfect uh so if you're feeling down about the bears game what channel is it on uh, nbc sports chicago
0: uh, the games will be, yes. The scrimmage right now is streaming on YouTube.
1: Let's go watch the scrimmage on YouTube. Feel a little bit better. Know that hockey's coming. The Bulls looked very good today as well against the Clippers. Almost They're hanging in there, them out. Man. They are. Uh, just a couple shots to go their way. These younger players are really starting to step up and do a role against these bigger teams. Uh, I mean, it's not going to be long until we start seeing those uh, three-point losses turn into wins. Against yeah. these uh, powerhouse teams, so the Bulls went to Los Angeles and uh, lost two games, but I think what lost by a combined four five points in both games.
0: Between uh, they lost by three today, they lost by two to the Lakers. So yeah, five points between the top one of the considerably the two top teams in the Western Conference. Yeah,
1: and the former uh, NBA champion. champions. Yeah, and
0: Zach Levine's probably combined for
1: eighty-five.
0: No, I probably a hundred points. He dropped forty-six today. Between the last three games, between the last three games. Oh, yeah, like, three
1: games for sure. Three games the Kings, to go over.
0: Lakers, and uh, the Clippers, I think he's probably north of 100 points. Yes. He's playing out of his mind
1: right now. He is. He is. Uh, it's a good thing to have such a powerhouse uh, playing with our young players. So that does it for our playoff recap for the Bears. It was a very confusing and upsetting season. I guess we could say that we're happy that we had a Week 18 even though most of the week 18 was spent being extremely angry at the television uh one last thought that actually just came to my mind about this playoff game the refs were absolutely horrible uh it, they were they, there was a penalty what was it like every two or three plays at one point they were calling That's
0: actually Especially on that fourth quarter, last drive. I mean, the danger of and pass interference.
1: That was uh, terrible. That was absolutely brutal.
0: I mean, but also, the again, the Bears were shooting themselves in the foot. I mean, stupid fucking plays where you're jumping off sides Agreed. on fourth and one.
1: Especially like, with that, a veteran yeah, like Eddie Jackson.
0: It's fundamentals, man. It's fundamentals. Tackling and watching the ball. That's, something you, that's stuff you get beat into your head when you're playing peewee football.
1: Yes, definitely. So... That does it for the playoff recap. Uh, like I said, upsetting, angry, confusing. All of the emotions were felt this year. We started at the highest point at 5-1, lost six straight, one three, and you know, last, lost against the Packers, now lost to the Saints. The season is over. There are a lot of question marks going into the offseason with this Bears team. We are going to try and answer some of those question marks on the podcast within the next couple weeks. A lot of good talking points uh, coming from this Bears team. So be ready for some more episodes talking on the Bears, even though the season is over. And now let's just sit back, relax, watch some NFL playoff football, watch some hockey, watch the Bulls, and get ready for the baseball season because football is done for the Bears. So, All right, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you in the next one.
0: Peace out. Jackson Bank looks up, you can put it on
1: the board, yeah! Tame center for Kane, he has gone. Oh, Patrick Kane set up by John of the The dynamic oh, duo comes God. through in overtime! Hawks wins. Looking, finds
0: Rose. Rose trying to get open, fires away!